the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Happy Monday. <clears throat> Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Super glad to have you guys here with me as we kick off another week here from the AM 1170 studios here in beautiful, sunny San Diego, California. A state, by the way, which has quite a few unresolved uh, congressional races going on here in the state. Uh, all this talk and focus on Arizona and Nevada, and we'll get to that in a moment. But how is it that we have three key states still hasn't ha- ha- haven't counted all their votes? Absolutely unacceptable. If you're even a Democrat or an independent right now, this is a bipartisan issue. The fact that we're literally on third world level, third world country level for our elections, and it should not be acceptable to anybody. And I don't want, and I'm tired of hearing, I'm already going into my diatribe here, but I got to tell you, one of the things, the worst take that I'm hearing from conservatives is we just have to embrace this new system and get on board with it. Um, hmm, you know, um, I'm not one to want to jump in shark infested waters either, right? We've got much to talk about on tonight's Andrea K show. <clears throat> I'm going to start with a little bit of good news and then I'm going to bring in my man here and then open it up to calls. NBC News is projecting, by the way, that the Republican Party will win the House of Representatives. They're projecting at this point a 219 to 216 majority. Yet to be determined what's going to happen in the Senate. Before I go any further, got to bring in my man, none other, the guy who keeps it rolling every night of the week. I'm always happy to come in on Mondays and see him because I've been away from him for a couple of days. It's none other than DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Get him out of here. Yeah, I think uh, NBC's being a little generous. I'm still worried, Andrew, with as slow as they're counting. I, I, I'm i not feeling good headed into this week. Well, the longer it goes on, the longer there's a, a opportunity for all types of issues uh, to take place. We have sacrificed election integrity for convenience. And for anybody out there, by the way, who's saying that there's no evidence of fraud, that this is just Trump's fault, by the way, we're going to talk more about that. I got to tell you guys, don't buy into that crap. Don't buy into, first of all, that... Um, don't buy into, uh, the fact that first of all, that anything is Trump's fault when it comes to these midterms. And second of all, don't buy into the fact that this is just, um, that there's no fraud occurring and that the Republican party just hasn't done as good of a job with the ground game. Unless your idea of the Republican party doing better on the ground game and the mechanics involves the Republican party cheating. I got a text message from a friend of mine in Nevada who sent me a screenshot from a friend of hers and, And it, and it involved um, her supposed ballot 
a a male let me let me make sure I read it to you correctly. So what the screenshot showed was this person's ballot, I guess um it says current mail ballot uh, status. It was ballot cast in person. So I guess this is somebody that supposedly took their mail-in ballot in person and voted and said completed. The only problem is, according to this person, she was in Florida when this ma- this in-person, because this was not just using a mail-in ballot. This was casting uh, casting this ballot in person early. This supposedly happened on October 28th. So here we've got two measures of convenience early voting and mail ballots that resulted in fraud because this individual says that she was in Florida. She did, she did not cast this vote and that the same thing for her husband, that according to the system that her husband had dropped off a mail-in ballot in person early on October 28th and they were in Florida. That's just two people. We had a district here in San Diego County years ago where the district was won by 63 votes. So don't tell me that there's, yes, I know there's fraud. There's always been fraud, but it doesn't change the outcome. Stop telling me that. That's crap. Nobody telling me that, by the way, can, t- can prove to me that no election has been flipped because of fraud. And by the way, so and so we've we've now got so where does it stand in Arizona? Nobody knows. I'm not going to sit here and tell you where it stands in Arizona. I have no idea where it stands. Neither does anybody else. That's third world level crap that we don't know where it stands. There's no transparency of what's going on in Arizona. Here's what we do know, that 30% of the mail machines only in Republican districts, only in Republican precincts had issues that day. And it went on from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. And there were seven hour long lines. And many people, when they actually tried to vote, and there's all kinds of videos all over the Internet, people tried to vote, either it wasn't tabulated. There's one woman who recorded that uh, she put her ballot into the machine and the vote count did not change. Two people come up after her, put in their ballots, the votes changed. The vote, the total vote, it, it, it changed. And she says to the individual, two more, my, I put my ballot in, the total didn't change with my ballot. My vote wasn't counted. Two people came after me, two additional votes were cast. My vote was not counted. Well, you need to take that up with the registrar. How many, how many people did, did that happen to that day? And they didn't even know how many people put their ballot in and it wasn't counted and they walked away. And why should it be up to the voter to then have to, in the middle of a workday probably, to have to go to the registrar's office? Shouldn't be happening. Now, if you listen to the mainstream media, what's going on in Maricopa County is just some of the best counting processes we've ever seen. You know, that the mainstream media about Arizona is just like what we heard about the 2020 election. This is the most secure election we've ever had in the, in the history of the world. Here's what Andrew Mitchell had to say today on MSNBC, clip three. For instance, what's happened out in Maricopa County, what's left out there in terms of how the vote keeps, you know, coming in, despite all of what has been said by Donald Trump and other election deniers and now beginning to be also Kelly Ward, who's falling behind about, uh, you know, Katie Bob Hobbs, but for the governor's race, Maricopa County had some of the best 
vote counting processes because of passports. First of all, she sounds like she is completely Joe Biden, John Fetterman level cognitively challenged. Second of all, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. We know what's going on in Maricopa County, oh, the, the best election process, counting processes. Then we would have results at this point, not dribs and drabs. Tomorrow's a week later. Tomorrow's a week later. But here's what's even more disturbing to me about some of what's gone on in Arizona. As I've got people piling on, people that I, I thought I respected, and so-called conservatives that are piling on blaming Trump today. When it comes to Arizona, how many people know that the Republicans in charge, Bill Gates and Stephen Richter, Richter, I think his name is, actually started a pack last fall. These are people that are, are part of the process there and in control of the process. If you've seen videos of this guy from the from the county uh, supervisor or the election supervisor people coming out and trying to talk about how, oh, don't worry about these machines malfunctioning, any of that. That is a guy named Bill Gates. There's been two guys, a Bill Gates and a Stephen Richer, I think it is. Those two guys who were part of the people in charge of this election in Maricona, Maricopa County actually started, they actually started a pack last year in 2021 for the purpose of trying to stop any MAGA candidate from winning a non-federal election in the state of Arizona. These people involved in these elections are supposed to be nonpartisan, nonpolitical. And I guess because they've got an R after their name, it's acceptable for them to be rigging the system. This guy, Bill Gates, had actually said at one point that the Republican Party needed to lose in order to find themselves again. In other words, we got to get rid of MAGA. Everything going on right now is 100% about getting rid of MAGA. Right now. The state of Arizona, which was the one of the most one of the five most hotly contested states in 2020, the election system there is worse now than it was in 2020. And who's in charge largely there? The Republicans. Who have partnered with Katie Hobbs on what's happening over there. This is absolutely insane that this is going on in the country. And I and at this point, it's so bad with Arizona. They're, they, they've co-mingled. One of the things that's happened over there, they've co-mingled batches. Remember where people would go in and the machines weren't working. So then they were like, OK, we'll take your ballot and go drop it off through door number three. And by the way, I mean, ballots were just falling over everywhere. And uh, they ended up being put in, in garbage bags with zip ties. I mean, completely unprotected system. Um, Some of those ballots were mingled with other ballots that had already been counted. So they've completely, completely corrupted the process. Completely cross-contaminated ballots. At this point, it's so bad in Arizona that no matter who wins, there should be an audit. But even then, I don't have any faith that anybody's going to do a proper audit there. Quite frankly, it should be stopped and started over. But now we've even got Republicans and conservatives that are completely on board with the idea of an election year. Because that's where we're going with this. Weeks of early voting. We then, then in Arizona, they don't even begin counting until they don't. What's the point of early voting? If you're going to wait until after the election is over before you begin, you begin counting. Some of the races, Andrea, here in California, they're only at the 50 percent mark. Yeah. How convenient. 
I posted a meme that I stole from somebody that was that said something along the lines of, you're sitting there with a device that's attached to satellites so that you can order tacos in your underwear. Instantaneously. And, instantaneously, and we can't count the votes. You should not be on board with this. It's one thing to say part of the autopsy from the midterms is as long as we have these systems in place in a state, until we can change that, until we can turn that around and remove this from the system, like in Florida, where Florida has banned ballot harvesting, they've impl- they've implemented voter ID, they've banned mass mail-in balloting, uh, all of that, and it, that until we get a governor in place that can implement that system that we have to get on the ground, that's one argument. But that's not what people are saying. But that's not what, no, that's not what people are saying. They're like, look, all this is here to stay. And so we might as well just figure out how to compete with it. We're dead. We're dead if that's the case. Because there's a reason why the Democrats have fought for all these conveniences, have fought against any safeguards, have fought like voter ID, like signature verifications, and all, it, it, all of this. The reason is because this provides them the means to cheat. And the solution is not... Uh, oh, well, we've got to, we, all the Republicans just need to go vote early. That, as though that's the solution. We're going to take a break. We come back. Who, what is FTX? What is FTX? And why is it that all those blaming Trump for the midterms need to Google that and figure out what's going on and stop blaming Trump? We're going to share that story with you when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Politics and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. CNN is projecting that Katie Hobbs has defeated Carrie Lake for Arizona governor. Was it, did, did Katie Hobbs actually defeat the uh, Carrie Lake or was it the Republican Party? How is it that the Republican treasurer could win re-election in the state of Arizona with, uh, what, two million votes and Carrie Lake didn't win? The Democrat turnout on election day was only 17%. Here's what we do know is that the people in charge of these elections, the Republicans, Rich, Richer, Richter, or whatever his name is, and Bill Gates, formed a pack. Let me refresh your memory, what I was saying before the break. They formed a political action committee in 2021 to stop MAGA candidates from winning. Don't you dare blame Trump to me for these midterms. And I quote, here's what they said. The, uh, the PAC was to support Republicans running for non-federal Arizona offices who, quote, acknowledge the validity of the 2020 election and condemn the events of January 6th as a terrible result of the lies told about the November election. So here's where we are. The Republican Party establishment has decided to pick your candidates for you using the litmus test of how dare you question the outcome of the 2020 election, which, by the way, tells me that not only do we not know that that election was stolen, but the Republicans were in on it. They wanted Trump gone. And 100% of the piling on now to blame Trump, the reason why this pack was formed in Arizona to stop Kerry Lake and Blake Masters, the reason why American Crossroads, Carl's, Carl Rove's pack, uh, pushed the Democrat Shapiro against Doug Mastriano, And we don't even know what was going on behind the scenes against Dr. Oz and what they might have done to prop up a brain dead vegetable stroke victim against Dr. Oz. Immediately, even before any results 
Are, we still don't even know what's going on here in California. And immediately was Trump's got to go. Trump's got to go. Trump's got to go. What they're trying to get rid of is you, MAGA. I said on the day of Trump's inauguration that the most important sentence that he said on that day was that today is the day the government gets returned to the people. And ever since then, they've been trying to get rid of him because they want to keep the power in D.C. Case in point, there's actually Republicans right now threatening to vote for a Democrat as Speaker of the House, even if we win the majority, because a lot of people don't understand The Speaker of the House, all representatives of the House of Representatives get to vote on that. And there's actually Republicans that are saying, if it's not Kevin McCarthy, which, by the way, I should tell you, Marjorie Taylor Greene came out today and said she was supporting Kevin McCarthy because there were threats that if it wasn't Kevin McCarthy, which should tell you, by the way, that who the establishment wants and why why they want Kevin McCarthy, but that uh, she came out and said she supported Kevin McCarthy because... um, if it wasn't Kevin McCarthy, they might vote for a Democrat. If it was, it, for example, uh, Congressman Biggs has indicated that he might want to throw his hat in the ring. So they're trying to stop anybody, anybody MAGA. This is about keeping the power in the uniparty system. Here's what one establishment hack from the Republican Party had to say. Let me see if I can find... Don Bacon from Nebraska on why he's willing to work with Dems to elect a speaker if the GOP can't agree on a speaker. Quote, I do want the country to work and we need to govern. We can't sit neutral. We can't have total gridlock for two years. We need total gridlock. Because there's absolutely not one piece of agenda item from the Democrat Party that any Republican should be on board with. We're $32 trillion in debt. What do you want to do? Put the final nail in the coffin of our, well, they've already killed off the energy sector. What do you want to do? Just make it even quicker? Make it even sooner? The energy sector's in, in the dying throes. We're paying, we're still paying over $5 a gallon of gas. What do you want to do? Help make it seven again? What, what piece of the Democrat agenda is it that the Republicans think that the American people want? Because let me tell you, none of this makes sense with these midterms. Because you look at all the polling results, 47% of people in the exit polls said that the Biden administration's agenda was hurting them. But yet they're willing to vote for a Democrat as as Speaker of the House because uh, supposedly we've got to get stuff done. You had said before the show, Skins, that, you know, if we don't control the House, we're dead. We're dead if we do control the House, quite frankly, at this point. Well, we've got to, well, because think about it now, now the Republican party is saying basically, well, they're just basically exposing what they've always been about. We'll just give the, we'll just, you know, we're, we're really Democrats and we're about to prove to you who we are because you put anybody who's actually about freedom, anybody who's actually about limited government, anybody who's about limited spending, anybody who's about sealing the border, anybody that wants to stop the education system from destroying little minds, right? Anybody who doesn't want us handed over to the world economic forum and the great reset anybody like that we're not interested that's the republican establishment i can't wait to hear from carrie lake i know she's going to come out against this well we got to see what she has to say um what nobody's talking about tonight is this ftx situation ftx and i'm not a crypto person I, i i don't really understand crypto 
But what I do understand is there's this story called FTX, which is this, uh, which is a crypto exchange run by this punk whose mama, I guess, is a big wig who had some $100 million um, get out the vote thing for Democrats. And so he's got this big crypto, 30-something-year-old whiz kid. He's hiding out in the Bahamas right now. Um, He has a little nickname, SBF. And to make a long story short, and you can Google, um, bank, they're now bankrupt, by the way. This F, bankrupt FTX partnered with the Ukrainian government to raise $200 million. Uh, their website has now been deleted off the World Economic Forum, but they, um, they partnered with the Ukraine government um, to raise money, and the donations were supposedly used for, quote, media campaigns and other confidential items. People are asking the question today, was FTX being used to launder money for the Democrat Party? Here's how it would have worked, which explains, by the way, because FTX, FTX has, if you've been wondering, why did all of a sudden, just immediately in unison after COVID, all of a sudden the Republicans and the Democrats were in unison over Ukraine? They're all, they've all, uh, Republican and Democrat leadership got all kinds of uh, uh, money donated to them by this FTX outfit, this cryptocurrency exchange outfit. This cryptocurrency exchange outfit reportedly um, was involved, partnered with Ukraine. And here's how it looks like it went down. They took your tax dollars. Remember all these billions of dollars? Remember how it was just like 40 or $50 billion that went to Ukraine, right? So our tax dollars went to the State Department to give to Ukraine. Ukraine gave that money to FTX. FTX gave it back to the Democrat Party, who gave it to Vote Blue in 2022. It's all making sense to me now, this whole Ukraine stuff. So then after all this money went through, went from the U.S. to Ukraine, through FTX, to back to the Democrat Party, FTX then went bankrupt. Where did this money go? How did it get used by Vote Blue in 2022 for their ground game, for their ballot harvesting mechanisms? So that's one reason why some Republicans today are saying, we got to get in this ground game. If ballot harvesting is going on, we've got to get in on it. And I'm not disagreeing with you as long as it exists as a law of the land. But down the road, this is why we've got to get rid of this. The solution is not to go, okay, it's here to stay. No, the the solution is we've got to, instead of blaming Trump, we voters, we voters need to take our take our party back and we need to take our country back. How do we do it? How do we do it? 888-344-1170. How do we do it, people? How do we take our party back? What do you think? Do we need to be, because we can't sit back and just vote anymore and expect our elected representatives and our leadership to do it anymore. The people we, the people we voted for are right now telling you that they're going to turn around and vote for a Democrat if they don't get squishy Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. That's what they're telling you. And Mike Pence is telling you that he's the guy in 2024. He's out doing, he's out doing uh, media campaigns. We're going to share that with you when we come back on the other side of the break. Mm-hmm. 
Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Can we all agree on one thing, that Mike Pence is never going to be president? Or even get the nomination in 2024? Who believes that he's actually going to get the nomination in 2024? I'll just call it now. He'll get probably the least amount of votes. Yeah, 888-344-1170. Tomorrow night, Donald Trump is going to be making an announcement, and we are going to be playing that announcement live here. And hopefully you're going to be tuning in and listening to what he has to say. I think we all know he's going to be announcing president and I'm going to be sharing some more thoughts on that in a moment. I'm also curious, Andrea. Obviously, he's probably most likely going to announce the, the particulars that he's going to address around that. Yeah. Um, some people are saying I, uh, that he should hold off till the Herschel Walker Senate race. I don't think it's going to affect the race one way or the other. Um, I do know that there are people that are concerned that are saying today I got a message from somebody that – one of the criticisms uh, um, people are, have against Trump that might be considered fair, Trump is not to blame for what happened with the midterms. We've talked about that extensively. Um, but there is one piece of criticism that I think even some MAGA people are on board with, and that is that uh, he has $100 million that he took in during the midterms and kept it for himself and really didn't share it. And if we're going to criticize uh, Mitch, Mc, Mitch Mc, McConnell for not funding enough of these races. I do think it's fair criticism that Trump Trump did not use some of the money for some of these races. However, at the same time as I say that, um, the polling was all that it was going to be a red wave. Why, Trump didn't Trump. None of us were, were given any reason to think if I was Trump, I would have been looking at the polling and go, I need to keep that war chest for myself. Um, I, so I, I think what, and, and I'm going to hold my fire on him in regards to how much he gives to the Walker race, depending on what happens. I'm gonna, I want to wait and see what he's going to say about that. Um, uh, curing the ballots. Let's talk about that for a minute. Um, so, so today, one of the things that, one of the things that we've been hearing all day was, okay, hey, Arizonans uh, from from people on the ground there, have you cured your ballot? Have you gone on and checked your ballot? And I thought, well, wait a second. So now, on top of early voting, on top of the absentee ballots, on top of mail-in ballots, on top of machines that are crappy, now, after we vote, we've got to now cure our own ballots? That's insane to me. So now, I, I got to vote, and then I got to vote again to make sure that my, this is, no. No. And then we find out, where is the rest of the media? Where is everybody talking about the fact that both parties, by the way, Jenna Ellis tweeted out, and I'm not a huge fan of Jenna Ellis, but when it comes to this FTX stuff, she said Democrat and Republican leadership all taking hundreds of millions in donations from FTX. No wonder the whole Ukraine funding nonsense received such bipartisan support from the swamp. They were apparently using your tax dollars to fund it themselves. The Uniparty is corrupt. Did I not say from the beginning, Skins, this Ukraine stuff was just, it stunk from the beginning, that immediately all the same tactics, all the same talking points in unison that were used to push the panic on us about COVID in order for power, it was all the same tactics, everything for Ukraine, and not one person could tell us what the American interests were there. And no matter how much reports were coming back that the money wasn't going to the military there, people still, it's like, you know, people don't want to admit they've been conned. 
And, and on top of what made it worse is that there was these, quote, conservatives in media, these supposed military experts pushing Zelensky like he was a hero and pushing Zelensky and pushing Zelensky. Zelensky was asked, I um, didn't play the clip tonight because it's just not good radio because it involved a translator and stuff. But he was asked, basically, is it, 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 when are you going to go to the peace talk? When are you going to you know go to the table and try to negotiate? Oh, you know, he just don't want to hear about it. Well, according to, now you know why. It's nothing. When we questioned from the beginning, we said this is the, one of the most corrupt governments in the world, and it has been. We should not be involving ourselves in this, and we shouldn't be dedicating treasure to it. And I think we now understand why. Um, getting back to Mike Pence, he is on a full court press. Skin saw that he was going to be having a um, a town hall. Was it Wednesday you're night? You're going to be two people there, and you're going to go back and forth between the two people. A town hall with Mike Pence on CNN, no less. He's making the rounds right now, laying the, laying the groundwork. Here's what he had to say about Trump. Clip eight. Members were barricaded inside the House chamber. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of it all, you can see that the president has tweeted. 2.24 p.m., the president tweets, Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done. Long pause for effect. It angered me. But I turned to my daughter who was standing nearby and I said, it doesn't take courage to break the law. It takes courage to uphold the law. I mean, the president's words were reckless. It's clear he decided to be part of the problem. So much here uh, to break apart. Um, it would not have been breaking the law. What he was expected to do was actually uphold the law. There is no greater law in the United States of America, nothing more important to uphold than our elections. And you look at the mess that's happening today in Arizona which is a continuation of 2020. And I guess this clown is happy with this. He must be. At any point in this interview, did he mention Nancy Pelosi? At one point, he said that uh, in this interview, supposedly that uh, Donald Trump put his his life and his family's life on the line. Um, That's such crap. Mike Pence is not a hero. He didn't stand up for anything but the swamp. He doesn't stand for the rule of law. He was happy to have an election stolen. Happy. Because he's part of the establishment that wants to get rid of Trump. He's And, and none of these, and, and, and I don't know if the interview went there in terms of mean tweets or any of this stuff. But so many of the people that are trying to throw Trump aside at this point are using the same talking points from 2016. Mean tweets. I heard Michael Reagan today on a show, who I'm not a fan of, by the way. We need to return to the days of Reagan. My father would have never said anything like this. Um, First of all, I I will tell you right now that Donald Trump was a better president than Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan made one of the biggest mistakes in, in the history of this country that we continue to pay the price for, and that was amnesty for illegal aliens. Donald Trump made some mistakes as well. Um, But if... uh, all of those that are pushing today, what are they really saying? What's the really their big criticism of Donald Trump and why he's got to go away? Mean tweets. 
that he's called that he called Ron Ron DeSantis names. Look, as I've said, if you want to make an argument about Trump and he's going to make his announcement tomorrow night, if you want to make an argument about Trump not running in 2024, make your argument. But I want to hear it on the basis of policy. I want to hear it on the basis of personnel choices, what you think he could have done better in regards to COVID, but nothing in related to mean tweets, nothing related to name calling. You want to know why? And the reason and the reason why they're going back to this mean tweets is because they know that Donald Trump was not only uh, he was not only elected in spite of mean tweets and rough language. He was elected because of it, because we were sick and dang tired of all these slick talking people that smoothly like Mike Pence smoothly look at your face and use this kind of gentlemanly rhetoric while they're stabbing you in the back. And we needed a fighter. We needed somebody to stand up for us and stand up for this country. And we had not had a fighter. We hadn't had anybody fighting for us in, in, in the media and pushing back against the, the propagandist in the media. We hadn't had anybody fighting for us on policy. We hadn't had anybody fighting for our agenda. We hadn't had anybody speaking for us. The Republican Party had done nothing but lay down just like they want to do again. And the Michael Reagans and all these people that don't like Trump's language. I haven't, I didn't hear Michael Reagan say one thing about the fact. You want to talk about, about ugly language? Oh, people are tired of the divisiveness, he said. They're tired of the negativity. Really? I guess the, uh, these are the same people, I guess, that are apparently okay with Biden's DOJ throwing Americans in the gulag for their political opinion. Oh, how dare Trump call uh, DeSantis DeSanctimonious? Uh, that's horrible, but it's okay for American citizens to literally be held in jail for 18 months over a political opinion. That's apparently okay with the Michael Reagans of the world. It's apparently okay with the Michael Reagans of the world uh, to have the Biden uh, DOJ calling parents terrorists for speaking up at school board meetings. That's apparently okay with the Michael Reagans. It's apparently okay with the Michael Reagans of the world that Biden stood in Philadelphia in front of what was obviously a satanic backdrop and called 75 million MAGA voters the greatest threat to, uh, they say, democracy when we're a republic, but say that we're the greatest threat to democracy. And oh, by the way, label us as white supremacists. That's okay with the Michael Reagans. I'm so sick to death of these sanct... They're the- Trump is right to use that word. The sanctimonious puffing their chest out, Mike Pence wing of the Republican Party, who just are nothing but swamp dwellers. It's all they are. They want to, of course they want to return to the 80s. They want to return to where we're back in our place, operating like the peasants that they think we are, putting up with whatever name we're called, putting up with whatever the schools want to do to our children. Michael Reagan and the rest of these people have a bigger problem with a with a word that Trump, a name Trump called somebody than they do with five year olds being chemically chemically castrated in this country. And that's the truth. Last night, uh, McCain Republicans was trending on Twitter and there was all these people saying, yes, we did it. The John McCain wing of the Republican Party took out Kerry Lake. And I said to one person, I said, you know what, you may be right, but that's nothing to brag about. It's as despicable and as disgusting as John McCain himself leaving his deathbed too self-centered, too narcissistic to give up his seat while he was undergoing brain cancer treatments. And the only time he went and did his job was so he could purposefully vote against removing Obamacare. What a great guy, right? Congratulations, 
you McCain Republicans. You're the problem, not Trump. Doesn't mean that I'm officially saying that I'm in for Trump on 2024. I've got some questions. Are you guys in for Trump on 2024? But my questions are related to what's he going to do on some things from a policy standpoint going forward. In fact, what I what I really like to see is Trump DeSantis. Going to take a break. We come back. Going to continue the discussion on the other side of the break. So don't you go anywhere. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer, San Diego, FM 96.1 North County, and streaming all over the world. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. <laughs> I'm giggling over a tweet from none other than Cat Turd. Here's what he had to say about Mike Pence. First of all, he said, without Trump, you wouldn't even know who Mike Pence is, right? So, Mike Pence, you might want to act like, you know, at least pretend. Um, that you're not the bloviating, um, obnoxious, um, madly in love with yourself person that we know you to be because really um, you owe everything to Trump. Uh, and then he also said, breaking, Mike Pence, <laughs> breaking, Mike Pence has been, <laughs> has been sucked straight into heaven <laughs> because he's so pure, perfect, and holier than any of us Trump supporting sinners. <laughs> <laughs> Get him out of here. That's so true. I mean, the guy is just absolutely so obnoxious and so full of himself. Um uh you know, he's he's one he reminds me I don't I don't know him. I I've, I've never met him, but doesn't he remind you of these legalist Christians that like to act like to brag that they're they're a better Christian than anybody else and these are the Christians that like to tell you they've never said a cuss word in their life. You bad, you rotten Christians and you know, they've never watched an R-rated movie. You know the you type. You know if you vote for Trump, you may not get into heaven. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're that wing. Um prayers by the way for Jay Leno. I don't know what made yeah, me flash I heard about on this that. today. That's tragic. I am a big Leno fan. I know. And remember how they ran him out of his late night talk show because of um, he he and I can't remember any of the details at this point, but he wasn't he wasn't doing like all the other late night shows were doing and bad mouthing Republicans. And he t- was just funny. He was just funny. Right. Um, it was old school comedy and they ran him out on a rail. Um, I do know from people that he is, I don't know, it, I wouldn't say he's MAGA, but I would say he's a conservative. I know that from from people that know him. Um, either way, there was never, I never heard one report of him, like you hear about so many others, about being nasty and mean, hard to work with. You don't really hear, you never heard any of those stories about Jay Leno like that. His wife, Mavis. Um, uh, was at the forefront of trying to ed- raise awareness for um, Islam and, and how Islamic countries around the world, particularly in Afghanistan at the time, this was before 9-11, and she talked about what they were doing to women over there, and she was trying to be a force for ending that kind of tyranny. Well, I guess he's also well known for being a car enthusiast oh, as well, and, and collector, and he had something like, I think, the greatest antique car collection, I think, in America – and somehow there was a, a gasoline fire in his garage and his face was burned. 
And so obviously he's well enough to where he issued a statement that it might take him a little bit to recover. So he's obviously hasn't been put in like a medically induced coma or anything like that. But um, anyway, prayers for him because, you know, I, you know, I was a fan of his and I know people that Yeah, you didn't know this. He was actually on my bucket list of people. I'd love to just sit down and have a, you know, a short conversation with. I love him. Yeah. I know somebody that was on one of these, not really a car race, but all these like car aficionado people do, they start, you know, driving their little cars for a few hundred mile trek and then they stop along the way and it's like a fundraiser. And I know somebody that participated in his, I think it was, began in Arizona and ended in Colorado and people that interacted with him and said that he was just a great guy. So anyway, prayers for him. Um, I'm not aware that Carrie Lake has issued a statement. Yeah, I'm looking at all over the place, Andrea. As of right now, it doesn't look like she has, but we'll keep the audience posted. Yeah, speaking of prayers, we want to also give prayers to the families of those in the uh, University of Virginia shooting today. Um, There were, gosh, forgive me, three or four victims, uh, all African-American. I was just looking at one of the one of the victims who just was had just just an amazingly beautiful smile and just a really handsome face. They were all football players. Uh, I I will tell you guys, I I haven't delved too much into the story. Um, I do know that Joe Biden is exploiting the tragedy. The shooter was arrested today. Joe Biden is exploiting the tragedy and saying he's going to do his best to stop these um, automatic weapons when uh, the shooter used a handgun. So there you have it. Um, let's let's end. The, speaking of Biden, let's end. Let's end uh, this hour with um, him. He did. He he did a press conference today after meeting with with uh, Xi Jinping. Unfortunately, Skins and I weren't able to come up with enough cogent uh, clips to play for you that actually was meaningful to the listeners. But we did find this clip four. Um. Uh. I can't have trouble reading this. Mm. Reuters, uh, the tangent about both. <laughs> Say he, what? He was given a list of reporters to call on because, of course, you know, he can't he can't just actually hold a legitimate press conference um, and take questions, you know. So he's got to um, he can't even read. So here he's given a list of names to call on because they're going to throw a softball question at him like, you know, um, did you and, you know, Xi Jinping talk Kung Pao chicken, something like that. Right. So and he and he still can't can't read. Um, I think one of the things that came out of this today was he said that he just felt confident China wasn't going to invade Taiwan. Um, China's going to do what China wants to do, because quite, quite frankly, China knows they got a buddy in the White House. So, you know, uh, China doesn't have anything to worry about right now. Stay tuned. Hour two. How big of a role did abortion play? We're actually got a guest for you tonight. Uh, Pro-life lawyer Susan Swift is going to be with us after the break, and she's going to share her take on how the abortion component played in the midterm. So don't go away. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.